All right, yes, it's your boy Jay Barber. I'm coming in. This is a special episode of Studio Noise featuring some of the artists included in the show, Inward, curated by Jasmine Wilson, part of the Stay Home Gallery series, art series. I don't know how exactly, <laughs> I know exactly how to describe it, but uh, the show is part of part of that. All this in- exhibition is inspired by our collective isolation and intimate encounters with ourselves, especially over the last year. And now we're talking to one of the artists included in the show, this Miss Tracy Mims. How are you doing? I'm great. And I just want to say thank you, first of all, for um, including me in this particular um, exhibit. I feel privileged. And I just wanted to say thank you first. Oh, absolutely. Yo. And I think uh, all the artists included in this show are fantastic. Like, especially when you get to see their work together, you can go to stayhomegallery.com slash exhibition slash inward to see all the artists and all the work included in the show. And so, Tracy, um, your pieces and I love your work. I'm a big fan of Tracy's work already before uh, her inclusion in this show. Um, but the two pieces that you have in the show, I'm black and we are pretty. Give us money. Uh, are very beautiful pieces. So I'm going to start the conversation with I'm Black, uh, I think is a very powerful piece, charcoal on paper. And Mm -hmm. tell me how you feel like that relates to the theme of returning inward. Okay. Uh, So when I I thought about the theme in general, turning inward, um, I thought about, you know, the process of looking within yourself and acknowledging um, certain things about life in general that might affect you or define who you are um, as a person. And I also thought about that um, from an artist standpoint and from the feminine standpoint, and I'm Black, um, uh, touches on so many different things. And it, it, it has so much to do with our, or my, I can just speak personally for my general attitude and how I go about things, um, what makes me, what motivates me, what triggers me, um, my coping mechanisms, you know, every aspect of my life is affected by that. And, you know, when you talked about um, isolation, those are a lot of things happen, you know, that I kind of reflected on, um, it's even related to being isolated for COVID because it disproportionately affected people who were black. Right. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, looking inward, a, a lot of the things that come out of me relate to that. And, you know, people might say, Oh, you know, you make everything about race, but you know, when it affects you, uh, everything is, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yes, you know that's kind of the place where that that particular um, piece was coming from, you know. Yeah, and so um, you know, I just I just thought about that, you know, um, what makes me happy, what makes me sad or angry. Um, I'm saying something about it, you know, in general. And in that piece, and sometimes, you know, my self-portraits, sometimes they're personal, but sometimes they're generic as well, you know, to represent Black identity or that Blackness or the, the things that go along with that. Yeah, and I think you you always have a kind of strong sense of self in all the work that I've seen from you. 
this piece in particular has some a lot of details in it. And then, you know, you have to pay attention to it, even though it seems like a straight up uh, self-portrait. Like you have all these, I guess they're eyes like in the background. Yes. It just kind of creates this kind of yes. river. And you have mm-hmm. all these other different icon- iconographies popping up inside of it, like the Black Lives Matter. You got the fist across right. uh, a ship is in the back. Like, mm-hmm. tell us about some of that um, iconography that you included. Um, a lot of it, and and then all those eyes. When you you look at it, it's it's just the overprocessing of. There's so much stuff going on, you know, that you just kind of become desensitized. I guess that's the word I want to use. Mm-hmm. But there is there is so much there that at some point it it can be overwhelming as well so that was kind of where i wanted to go with all of that and then here's this person in the midst of all that in other words saying i'm dealing with all this <laughs> yeah i get that i, I get the strong you sense know, of that I, 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 I'm, I'm dealing with all this on a constant basis what's in me is going to come out of me at some point you know yeah and i think it also yeah. talks mm-hmm. a little bit about attention right that yeah. even when you are by yourself especially in this world uh, mm-hmm. there's still eyes focus on you like no matter right. what you do even if you're alone being black in a supermarket you're, mm-hmm. you're black and, yeah you're black in the supermarket <laughs> yeah exactly like all the time like the eyes of society are always on you always on you and then being a black woman we are one of the most marginalized groups there there is because you're first of all you're black and then you're female so you know that's another aspect that was looking at as well was the human rights shirt intentional too oh yes that was definitely intentional yeah so that's to to say that you know i'm human first you know before you judge me with all these other things what about me being human what about the human side of me when was this work created uh, that one was created, uh, I think I finished that one in 2020 or, yeah, 2020. Oh, wow. Right around the pandemic, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, the, all of that is pandemic work. I have a lot of pandemic work. I've created a lot of work because I was just, you know, in sitting up in the studio or in my room or wherever I was creating and I had time on my hands. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, we, we always <laughs> yeah. have to have time. I know you probably can relate. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yo. So, so did that change like your, your thought process in creating the work, especially like making this, I always think self-portraits are an examination, right? Like you're sitting there looking at yourself, studying yourself, like the entire time, like, was that part of the process too? Um, I I guess you could say some of that is a part of the process, but sometimes it's just subconscious and it comes out, Mm. you know? You know, with some things, you could say I'm a research-based artist. I might, you know, look at a particular um, event or or time period in history, and then I might do some work or body work related to it. But sometimes as I'm going along, things just come up and come out. Yeah. 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 So I think about your other piece. We are pretty. Give us money. First, uh, it's an extraordinary title. <laughs> I really like yes. that title. Tell me where you got that title from. Well, that particular title is kind of a reflection on the art world, and that's one of those pieces that I could say might be more generic than it is personal. 
um, because I'm reflecting on also being a woman in the art world and how, um, you know, we can feel marginalized because it seems that statistically speaking, it's still true that men get more opportunities and on average, uh, male artists make at least 20,000 more a year than females. And so that was to question, what do we have to do to be recognized and to be compensated accordingly? So that was coming from that place. That oh, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times um, titles can direct people into what your intention was in the work, especially mm-hmm. when you pointed out like how much on display your womanhood is mm-hmm. in everything that you do. Right. And even, right. even when you're doing your artwork, like, you know, it, there's still a separation, no matter how independently you think it, it acts uh, when you put it out in the world. Like it's still right. a big part of that identity. And also it, it kind of referenced the fact, you know, so I, I kind of um, when I painted the portrait, I put on a man shirt and things of that nature um, because, you know, it, it's it's kind of making light of that statistic as well to say that um, men are judged on intelligence or ability and women are oftentimes just based off appearance or look. Right. Right. So that, yeah, yeah that was part of that too. Yeah. And tell me about the earrings in it. Like, <laughs> like you always have interested <laughs> earrings in, in a lot of your portraits that you do. Um, that's just kind of my thing, you know, it's something I'm, I'm very much into. And I got those earrings from an artist. I'm going to give her a shout out. Khadija Noir. Um, She does these really nicely crafted, unique earrings. And so that's just kind of my own, you know, kind of trademark. Like where everywhere I go, I got the Bastier uh, earrings. I got the Frida Kahlo. You know, I got different ones, Africa, you know, just things that are representations of, of creativity and culture. And so I just started, you know, of putting those in there and I also put those in there to be honest um, in that painting because he was a male artist and, and, and look at what his paintings are selling for. How many black females are selling for that? Not a lot. (laughs) Not a lot. I mean, he's in, he's (laughs) definitely, yeah, his story is definitely like very different, very different. Yeah. So I I put that in there also to, to kind of, you know, strengthen that particular statement. I like that, and, Joe. You know, not, not to knock that artist because I, I, you know, I support that. But what about us? Absolutely, yo. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, yeah. another interesting choice of shirts with the Chipotle shirt. Which you know, yes. I love Chipotle. Yes. But <laughs> like, how'd you end up putting that one in your, in the work? Oh, okay, because you know that came from a place of struggle. You know, like. <laughs> You know, the odd jobs, the gig work, the things yeah. that we have to do to make it as an artist. Yeah. What other, you know, group of people, you know, really struggle like artists do? No, oh, no, I, I definitely understand. When I first got to Atlanta, I was a U-Haul transfer truck driver. So yeah. all those trucks that need maintenance, I was on the side of the road, sometimes broke down, <laughs> just trying to get home and paint some stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I definitely understand that. You know, yeah, so I, you know, I sit around and I think about, you know, ways that I can use imagery and symbolism 
you know, to make people look at it and think about it. Well, why did she put that there? You know, what does that mean? You know, so, and when I'm, I'm, I'm painting and I'm composing images, I, I think about ways to trigger thought process. I don't want somebody to just say, look, I like it and keep going. I want you to sit there and think about it for a minute. Right, right. Add that extra meaning to it. Yes, and process it and over-process it and try to figure it out. Do you, do you think that working during a pandemic uh, strengthened that or changed it? Like, like how was your pandemic schedule compared to your pre-pandemic schedule? My pre-pandemic schedule, well, you know, I was teaching high school art. So I was, I was getting up 4 a.m. every day. You know, I make my commute, which is about 45 to 50 minutes and then work till about three, then come home and I'm tired, you know, it's physical and mental. And so um, artwork was often relegated to like the weekends, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, late evenings if I had a deadline. You know, I'm 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 that person that's gonna um I'm staying up all night the night of the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's how I used to be. But, you know, uh, the pandemic came, you know, I had more time. I, you know, I didn't have to commute and stuff like that. So I was already in the house. And um, so I just had more time. So I just started doing more. And I had more time to sit around and think about stuff. And and there was so much going on simultaneously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, in our society and stuff like that, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, you know, I could go on and on. And so I I think some of it had to do with the isolation, but a lot of it just had to do with you know, what was going on in our world. Right. Right. And do you think that do you think that this time like changed you? Like in any way and in, in how you approach your work, like being able to make so many works. So, you know, I always emphasize, especially when I'm talking to younger artists, uh, quantity over quality as, as for a little while to like just be able to get in that rhythm and make more work leads to more revelations. Was that kind of your path and coming out of it? Did you learn anything like about yourself and about your practice? Oh, doing oh, yeah. It? oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm always learning. You know, I, I, I look at, I look back at the work. I'm that person. I look back at my work from maybe five or 10 years ago. And I'm like, Oh, that was trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. I'm I'm just just always looking for ways to um, improve my practice, to uh, um, build a a better or a more cohesive body of work, more quality. And, and, you know, you talk about quantity. I've been cranking out a lot of work, but I, I am I am focused on quality, you know. So you might see me post um, five, or, five or more things a month, you know, but um, I'm working on things simultaneously as well. I don't sit there. I'm not that person that sits and works on one piece and finish it and then go to the next. No, I got about one, two, three. I probably got about seven or eight things going at the same time. Wow. Like across the different mediums too? I mean, can you switch here from charcoal to acrylic? I switch up, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that intentional? But is it kind of like how do you choose which direction you want to go? That's just kind of based on my preference. 
you know. I just, you know, and I prefer acrylic over oil paint. I'll do oil painting sometimes, but, you know, I like more immediate mm -hmm. um, processes. So I'm not, I, you know, I don't do a lot of things that are going to, if it's going to take me too long, I'm, you know, I, I need that, that immediacy. So, you know, I, I do a lot of drawing because I draw very fast as opposed to painting. Oh, you really? Know, some, yeah, something that might take me a month to paint, I could probably draw in two days. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's so, a big difference. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, with the, the printmaking, you know, I, I love printmaking. Um, it's very process-oriented depending on how you do it, but, you know, I just... You know, uh, there are so many artists that do one thing, and and I've heard so many people say, you know, they they kind of want you to to box yourself in and just do this one thing, right? This one thing, right? This one thing, but everything in me fights against that. And you know, I've 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 tried to kind of calm myself, you know, pull myself in a little bit, but it's still it's kind of a constant push and pull and so i've been trying to find ways also to combine you know those things uh, so i might do a drawing but it might have some elements of um printmaking in it like i might spray stencils on it mm. and then draw on top of it right you know yeah so yeah I'm, I'm i'm finding ways where i can have that unification but i still feel satisfied my 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 creativity is satiated because I have combined those processes that I, I can't seem to let go of and just, you know, focus on myself. That's what I've been doing. Absolutely. And so are you usually um, doing self portraits or do you, are um, you, or how are you finding like different um, photographs? You know where um, the self portraits, I'm tell you that started from a place. Um, a, a lot of my work, you know, I don't know, maybe most artists come from joy and pain, but um, like the last, I will say the last um, 10 years, I've been doing a lot of self-portraits because I've been, I've been going through a lot. And um, so it, it started out that way, but then they kind of evolved to kind of represent, like I said before, generic or general um, feelings about, um, Black identity or certain social issues and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it just, they just kind of, I just feel like um, I have more to say, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's the same way that kind of Fahamu does the same thing, where he uses himself as the cipher for the message. And, right. and it's kind of like you are always there with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's, the, it's that type of thing where you can easily imagine yourself expressing all these various ideas because it is you know quote unquote you uh expressing right. it mm -hmm. i think that's very interesting you know i, I don't tend to do that many self-portraits mm -hmm. and so when you do it like a process like this like are you like going through all the different poses and taking pictures of yourself like what is that process like um, yeah, I do. I do. And um, I, I'm a meticulous planner sometimes. You know, I, I, I got probably about six or seven sketchbooks. I write stuff down. I take pictures, you know. Um, I, I, I'm 
I'm very deep into art history. I've taken a lot of art history classes. I study art history um, and artists. And I, I, I can hear something. I can read something. And it just triggers. And I write it down. And then I'll start taking pictures. And I say, okay, I want to say this. I want to say that. Or it might come from, you know, something personal, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or something that I've seen or, or I have a response to. And so that's, that's pretty much how I work. That's pretty much how I work. And do you find yourself being more comfortable now, like doing self-portraits? Yeah, yeah. At first it was like, oh, people are going to think this about me. People are going to think that about me, you know, because I'm doing all these self-portraits. Um, because, you know, you make yourself uh, vulnerable, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, self-exposure um, and you're putting yourself out there for the whole, it's like being naked in front of the whole world. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, so, but uh, I think that I've gotten to the point where I, where I feel like the message is more important, right? So, right. yeah, that 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 doesn't bother me anymore. That's it doesn't bother me. I push through all that. So do you, are you the, <laughs> this doesn't seem like a funny question, but are you the type of person that are uh, fixing your flaws as you go, like in your, in your self-portrait, a more idealized version of yourself? Or are you, or do you want the rawness and be able to convey like, this is who I am? Um, kind of, kind of a little bit of both, but yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of a little bit of both. And, and some of the, some of the, my portraits, some of them, it just depends on the message. I make myself look really harsh, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on the message. I love it. So, what do you have coming up? Like after including, after it being included in this show, what do you have like on the horizon? Okay, so um, I am working. Well, right now I'm doing a series of pieces for a show called uh, Black It Is. And that will be um, in uh, February of 2022 at Valdosta State. Um, also, we're, uh, another artist um, is in that show, um, Samuel Dunson, who won the Valdosta National last year, um, will will be in that show. So I'm I'm very happy for the opportunity to show alongside that artist. So um, I'm putting a lot of work into that right now. And so, and my my goal, you know, I have set goals for myself uh, for the upcoming year to be focused on, you know, the business aspect of my art practice, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. fine tune and refine and get that where it needs to be. And so, you know, I'm focusing on writing grants, um, competitions, and you know, trying to look at opportunities like residencies and stuff like that. Because I've, I've never really actively applied to residencies. I might may have applied for one or two. But um, just things like that to kind of round out my um, resume more, you know. Yeah. You know, instead of just all exhibit, exhibit, exhibit. exhibit. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking at these other things as well. Did you Did you do a lot of exhibits during the pandemic time? Um, I had a lot canceled, but yeah, I, I, I did quite a few. Actually, I was surprised that there were a lot of, um, virtual exhibit opportunities during that time. 
Yeah, I think it was a big switch then because, you know, people still wanted to keep the the art game going. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, you know, how can right. we like reposition this thing uh, in Make a different way? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, did, what did you think about um, kind of the virtual exhibitions you were in similar to this one? Like, what do you think? Like, how did that compare in, in terms of how you viewed it? Well, um, some of them are actually very well done. Um, I was um, pleasantly surprised by the caliber of work in this one. It was really good. Uh, very well done, Jasmine. But um, the only thing I, I might miss is, like, you know, when you go in person and you can, like, see the work up close. Because there are things you don't get on virtual. Like, you can't see scale. Right. 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 Um, texture. Different things come out at you when you um see work um in person like um just uh, you know recently i saw janelle mahali at the Cummer museum mm, a photographer yeah janelle. yeah i love and her it work. was just uh, i walked in and i was like ah oh. you know i put i wanted to put my fist up in the air you know, <laughs> when i walked in there that's you know it was it was so powerful and and if i had seen those photos i'm thinking like if i see those photos online and walking in that space with the walls painted black. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and just being in the room with that, I got chills. You know, and that's that's the aspect that you kind of miss out on with the virtual experience. That's what I would say might be different. Because things like scale, things like being in a whole room at one time with the works, you know, all of that plays into... Um, the overall feel of the exhibit. Right. Definitely want to thank you for coming on and talking to us a little bit about your work in this show. Uh, tell them how they can get in contact with you and where they can see more of your work. Um, I'm on Instagram at Tracy underscore Mims Artist. And my website, www.tracymims.com. Definitely. We're definitely going to keep up with you. We might have to get you on the episode of Studio Noise <laughs> properly. <laughs> And, and continue this conversation, yo. It's been great talking to you. You too. That's it for this special episode of Studio Noise. Just think of these special episodes as the mini artist talk to go along with the show, the virtual online exhibition, Inward. You can find it at stayhomegallery.com slash exhibitions slash inward so check out the work from the show come back listen to the artist for the show it's all a good time baby <laughs> that's what we do and of course if you like what you hear you want to hear more from studio noise we got over 117 episodes in the archive ready for you to check out just waiting all the artists black artists that you want to know that you need to know right here on the noise we sure do appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Come back. Hear the rest of the artists in the show. Come back for more noise. And we'll see y'all next time. Appreciate you.